0: This week on Two-Faced Wrestling Talk.
1: The G1 blocks are out, and the obvious question is, where's Suzuki? We will discuss the blocks, the show in Dallas, and the great promo cut by Suzuki. We discuss WWE and some alarming attendance numbers for the company, and we will look ahead to stomping grounds. Best in the World is next week, and we'll talk about the build of the ROH show in Baltimore. Plus, we'll talk about the debut of Punishment Martinez, now Damian Priest, on NXT. And we'll talk a little AEW as well, next.
0: WrestlingInc.com brings you Two-Faced Wrestling Talk. The podcast that goes beyond WWE and goes in-depth on NJPW, AEW,
1: ROH, PWG, and more. Also featuring fun pop culture and wrestling crossovers, listener Q&As, and extended discussions about wrestling topics past, present, and future. Now,
0: here's your host, Kelsey. Hi, and welcome to Two-Face Wrestling Talk. I'm joined as I am every week by my co-host, Paul. (laughs) Hello,
1: Paul. (laughs) hello Kelsey <laughs> what's up <laughs> not much just back from covering the NBA draft how much do we love you guys we're doing the podcast at two in the morning after I just got done covering the NBA draft and Zion mania coming to New Orleans everybody's excited except Kelsey I don't She is care. a lone, lone New Orleanian who is not excited about Zion mania
0: I don't like the Saints either. No. Oh. <laughs> I'm sure I'll get heat for that, but whatever. Yeah,
1: Uncle Dean and Uncle Kevin are not going to be happy about that.
0: No, it <laughs> won't be. That's why I keep it a hush hush secret for the most part.
1: You know what's not a secret is our social media. Why don't you tell us? Tell everybody where to find us.
0: Okay, you can find us at Two Face Pod, T W O F A C E D P O D. Also, why don't you send us your feedback? That would be cool. You could send us your feedback to our gmail account same same uh, name as the twitter two faced pod at gmail.com
1: and you can find you with some other stuff at super kick it
0: yep i'm pretty active on twitter at super it, as you just mentioned s-u-p-e-r-k-i-c-k-i-n-g-i-t
1: and i am at Boron 88 and you can uh, check out zion mania as i just posted a uh Feature story from last night's draft at the Pelicans facility, so if you like basketball, or soccer, or any of the 18 other things I cover, feel free to check me out on Twitter. So, uh, it's late, it's hard to get going, but if you need to get going, you need blue (laughs) chews. Oh
0: (laughs) jeez, Yeah. BlueChew.com. Use the promo code Kelsey. That's my name. K-E-L-S-I. You'd be actually helping us out, but you'd be helping out yourself, too, (laughs) and pleasing your special lady. So I think it's a win-win in all accounts, really. Just go to BlueChew.com.
1: I agree. It's a win-win for everybody.
0: Yeah, I I suppose. (laughs) And that's not
1: the only exciting news we have this week. Well, Exciting.
0: Oh, oh gosh. Jeez. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. That plug's already done. We're going to the next thing. Okay. Okay. So, uh, we actually got a new sponsor, and I'm actually so very proud to be associated with Wrestling Travel. Go to wrestlingtravel.org and actually they've got all these great packages, these travel packages for fans. And this is a company started by wrestling fans for wrestling fans. They're travel certified, so they're an actual travel company. They're legit, but uh, I like how they also are fans of wrestling so that they can really relate to the people buying the packages. They've got a friendly staff willing to help. Just contact them, and they will be happy to talk to you if you have any questions, if you need help. But also, you can go to wrestlingtravel.org. And again, they've got some great packages. They've got one to all out, New Japan Pro Wrestling Wrestle Kingdom, WrestleMania 36, as well as Royal Rumble, and more. Just again, go to the website to check out all the packages. And they have USA packages and UK travel packages for no matter where you live.
1: Yep, so we are super excited and super proud to have them on board, and uh, we are looking forward to a hopefully long partnership with them. That's about all I got to say about that, so why don't we uh, get into uh, our opinions on the latest wrestling shows, news, and developments. It's time for headlines. And we're going to start with uh, G1. Uh, The blocks were released this week. And, uh, I know the, the, the thing that jumped out to us both right away was Suzuki not being on, on the G1.
0: That was the first thing I noticed. And I was like, no, (laughs) there goes all the matchups I wanted to see. I mean, not that it's not good because everyone's raving about the first night in Dallas (sighs) and how that's looking to be really exciting. You know, no Moxley on that show, though, because I'm sure there's some kind of conflict with AEW in the United States. You can't really perform for another big company in the U.S., I'm sure, that has something to do with it. But I'm not saying definitely does, but come on. <laughs> but yeah, um, no Suzuki, and I really wanted to see some matchups like possibly Moxley versus Suzuki. Um, really, anybody versus <laughs> Suzuki in, in the whole G1 could have been amazing.
1: Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm disappointed. Uh, there seems to be a prevailing feeling that uh, all hope is not dead. Uh, Suzuki cut this amazing promo this week. I said it's one of the best promos I've ever seen. It's yeah, fantastic.
0: Me too. We don't even speak Japanese, and we loved it. <laughs> Thank- We're like, oh. Thankfully,
1: it was translated, but even if it wasn't, I've said before, some of his promos, even if you don't know what he's saying, are great. But this, when you got the translation of... Uh, You know, basically taking a shot at Okada, saying, are you afraid to fight me? Taking a shot at the New Japan management, getting too comfortable. Uh, You know, are you afraid of Suzuki? Well, yes, everybody's afraid of Suzuki. (laughs)
0: Yeah. He goes, put me in the G1. But he says it like with a menacing. Put
1: me in the G1. I don't know.
0: That's like a Russian accent. What is going on? <laughs> anyway.
1: And he didn't say it in English, so I don't know what the, <laughs> that was at all. Did I mention it's 2 o'clock in the morning?
0: Yeah. <laughs> and now you're drinking, and I'm drinking beers <laughs> yeah. at 2 a.m. Yeah. All I had was Fruit Loops for dinner. This show's going to go great. <laughs>
1: Oh, no, you're already drunk, aren't you?
0: <laughs> yeah, like, a, three, not even a whole sip. Three and, sips in. Not even a sip. <laughs>
1: All right, anyway, so Suzuki, uh, great promo. Um, I don't know if it's going to lead to something. I don't know if that he's going to get to fight his way into the G1. I don't think so, but it would be cool if he could. Uh But it was an amazing promo.
0: It would be cool if he could, but now they're doing that type of thing with Zack Sabre Jr. and Yoshihashi. So now, Zack Sabre Jr. is putting up his spot in the G1 when he has his upcoming match against Yoshihashi. So not only is his British heavyweight title on the line, but now his G1 spot also. And so to me, it's like, I don't know how the Suzuki thing's going to work out if they're already doing that with Zack Sabre Jr.
1: Yeah, it'll be, uh... It'll be interesting to see, Uh, you know, I I just can't imagine Suzuki not being in it, but as I've said before, you know, I think despite the promo, it could be one of those deals that he doesn't want to be in this long grueling tournament. I think that's a possibility too.
0: I don't think that's a possibility at all. He's had great matches. He's had no problems with stamina. Mm -hmm. Someone did mention to me on Twitter, I kind of want to Address this because I've seen multiple people say this. They said, Suzuki is Goldberg's age. Shouldn't he be winding down? I'm like, no way. <laughs> no. no. Like, compare the two. It's insane. Like, <sighs> it's apples and oranges, really. Suzuki is, I'm sorry, leaps and bounds above Goldberg in terms of in ring quality at his age. He doesn't seem the same age. He moves great. Like, there's nothing wrong at all. He just doesn't seem his age at all. He's wrestling with guys half of the half, half of his age, you know. Right. It just I don't think there is any need for him to wind down. He's in great shape. And there must be something about I feel like specifically Japanese athletes. They just seem to go longer in their, you know, in their in-ring career. They seem to last longer than American talents. And I'm not bashing American wrestlers. I'm just saying it must be something with their genes or with their training methods possibly because they're just so much better at lasting longer in the ring and having a longer career.
1: Could you say last longer a, a few more times? What the are the Are you leading the Blue Chew again?
0: No! <laughs> what is wrong with you?
1: I don't know. You said last longer three or four times in that description right there. Well,
0: now I, <laughs> I wish think, I hadn't I said think Blue
1: it. Chew is on your mind. Um,
0: I made a special video promo for them <laughs> with a chalkboard. If you're watching on YouTube, you'll see it. It's really, I'm proud of it. Yeah, you did <laughs> it's good. well done.
1: Uh, let's talk about the show in Dallas. Uh, for some reason, you aren't all that excited. I'm looking at these matchups and looking at who we're going to see, and I, I think this is a fantastic show.
0: Great. You outed me about not being excited. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know uh, what's wrong.
1: Okada and Tanahashi, I think that, that'll that be great. Kota Ibushi versus Kenta, I'm super pumped for uh, Will Ospreay, Lance Archer. We saw that match in uh, the New Japan Cup, mm-hmm. I think,
0: and it was great. And it was
1: fantastic. But e- how
0: much more can they do in their second matchup?
1: Evil and Sonata no. are both in the A block as singles, which I think is interesting.
0: I can't wait to see that match. They've faced each other before, but yeah, it's really going to be interesting the tension there. I
1: like it. But first, Evil's going against our guy Bad Luck Fale, and uh, Sonata is going against Zack Sabre Jr. Those are the A-block matches in Dallas. Bad
0: luck, fallet, you know what I'm going to say. What the hell do you guys want? That's what he said to us when he guest appeared on our live Post-G1 Supercard Podcast. Uh, he was awesome.
1: In case you haven't seen the B Block, it has uh, Juice Robinson, Shingo, Ishii, Cobb. By the way, Ishii versus Cobb will be great. Can't uh, wait for that. Yano versus Naito, uh, Goto versus White, and Moxley versus Chi on their opening night, which is a week later than the A Block uh, in Dallas. So
0: I can't wait to see Chi lose. Ha <laughs> ha! Yeah! Ex-
1: <laughs> excited about the uh, G1 Uh, A lot of wrestling on tap for us, again, as we always joke about. Really is a lot with ten guys in each block.
0: I want to address how you said I wasn't that excited about it. It's just that we've (laughs) seen Okada Tanahashi like a billion times. Okay. I mean... This, nothing's gonna make it. And because of right.
1: that, the whole show is not good.
0: <laughs> no, and like of course I can't wait to see Kenta, but it has to be against a bushi. Yes,
1: well, someone who that's I'm why. not
0: excited about it at all. <laughs> I would have liked actually if it was the other block, because Ishi, Cobb, oh man, obviously Moxley. Yeah. Um, Jay White, Naito, like uh, I love Tanahashi and I love Okada. Really, I love Okada way more, but um, you know. I don't know. Of course, I'm really excited about seeing Osprey, but I'm just more pumped up about the other block. Uh, oh. Zack Sabre Jr. might not even be in this. If it's Yoshihashi, like, your mind is going to explode as an audience member. <laughs> to me, that, like, it will bust the bracket.
1: Well, but I could see that happening.
0: Yeah, I could see it happening, too, and, and, especially and because... Zack Sabre
1: and Suzuki go do their own thing.
0: I could definitely see it happening because they want to give Yoshihashi a shine and, you know, push him... I don't like it, though. <laughs> I mean, I have come to really actually enjoy Yoshihashi. A lot of my friends call him, like, you know, Yoshi Trashy and all this other stuff. and.
1: I hadn't heard that, but I like yeah, that. Yeah,
0: they don't like him. They think he's horrible and all this. But you know what? I don't think he's that bad. However, should he be replacing Zack Sabre Jr. in the G1? Heck no, man. I'd rather see Zack Sabre Jr. all the way, 100%. <laughs> There's so many matchups. Like, I want to see Osprey versus Zack Sabre Jr.
1: yeah. Yeah, that would be good.
0: Yeah, I mean, they've had great matches in the past, and it would be another good one. And just there's there's a lot of matchup possibilities. If you take Zack Sabre Jr. out, it just loses the luster. Oh, whatever. We'll <laughs> see what happens. Yoshi sleepy. That's what I'm going to call him. <laughs> yeah, she's him. sleepy. I yeah, know, that's what st- we call him.
1: <laughs> you stole my line about him. But anyways, yeah. that is the news on G1, and we're not that far away from it all. Kicking off in Dallas on uh, July 6th, and we will be there and give you our reactions after the show. Uh, let's move on now. WWE. And we're going to talk Aww. a little bit about Raw. Do we have to? Smackdown a little bit. Uh, here, here's one of the things to me, you know, when we talk about the negatives of Raw, they kick off with a five-way match, and they have some of their best talent in that match. It was Cesaro, Ricochet, Strowman, Miz, uh, and Lashley. And the whole match lasted like 12 minutes, and nobody really did that much. Uh, Ricochet ends up winning it, so he's going to get a U.S. title shot against Samoa Joe, which should be amazing uh, at, yeah, at stomping grounds. that
0: match should be good if they are allotted in a, in a decent amount of time, but who knows, man? It's WWE.
1: Yeah. but
0: And you know what? I was just complaining about New Japan Pro Wrestling, so it's like, I'm being fair in my complaints today. I'm just <laughs> grumpy today. Please excuse me, guys. I'm Cause sorry. Because it's 2 in
1: the morning, and I woke her from a nap to do the podcast yeah <laughs> um i'm not a fan of this wild card rule i think i've talked about it yeah. uh our our friend from wrestling and Raj gary uh said that uh it's gotten ridiculous he he thought he counted i think seven people from smackdown on raw when it's only supposed to be three
0: raj is right they've given up on counting just
1: eliminate the brand split if you're gonna do it this way
0: (laughs) it's lame to eliminate the brand split i love the idea of the brand split in the beginning you give talents you know extra time to shine who normally wouldn't have the time if they were all on the same roster but what they've done is they devolved it so much that it is like it's basically like there's not a brand split at all
1: no no it's it's.
0: and so the same guys are getting the shine and the spotlight over and over again unfortunately and the lower card people or even mid carders, or even some upper carders, they're not getting a chance to shine let's talk about nakamura hasn't been around in forever yeah where well, is he what yeah, is he doing yeah
1: there's, there's plenty of those guys and then you know even the guys you know like seth rollins and daniel Bryan was a decent match at the end of raw but way too short those are two of your best talents uh we saw xavier woods wrestling singles at the beginning of smackdown and you forget how good xavier woods is as a singles wrestler he's really good but he's obviously in the new day gimmick and doesn't get to to do as much and so you know things like that are a little frustrating to me and then you know and the thing with Shane McMahon that I've said week after I'm week. i
0: so over Shane. That's why
1: I loved Mrs. promo this week where he called out that the fans are tired of seeing Shane McMahon on TV. Yeah. You know, he's like, uh, what was the line he used? You're like a kid in Little League who gets to start every game because your dad's the coach.
0: Oh, that's funny. And that's thought, a great line. I
1: thought it was a great line.
0: Uh, you know what's funny is uh, we're talking about Shane and he's been saying he's the best in the world and all this stuff. In a little while, we're going to be talking about Ring of Honor, Best in the World. I think my friend Anthony or somebody else online, I can't remember if it was Anthony or someone else, basically made a Photoshop edit of the Best in the World poster with all Shane McMahon <laughs> like faces everywhere on everybody. I think that's pretty funny.
1: I will say there was one cool moment with Shane and, uh, and Roman Reigns. Uh, the Roman Reigns leap over the barricade to take out Shane on Raw was pretty cool. But again, enough of Shane.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean you got wrestlers that are being left off the show yeah and shane is being highlighted multiple times a week it's ridiculous
1: uh firefly funhouse probably the darkest one yet
0: uh it's the best thing on on wwe tv the best of, thing a lot
1: of great subliminal stuff in that that one yeah uh I, I liked it i liked it a lot
0: i like them all yeah i've liked every one of them yeah doesn't matter if it's dark light like the the one where he was working out that one was light <laughs> but i like them all
1: it's it's funny uh WWE can wear out a premise. Uh, we've seen them do that. This one, I don't find myself getting tired of it at all. I think they could run it for a long time.
0: I'm really worried that they'll be like, oh, okay, now we're just going to have him in person and like not play these video packages anymore. If the video packages go away, I'm bummed. I want to see these continue for a long, long time like you said.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Don't I, drop the ball, WWE. Run with something that people love. Although, you know what is weird? Is when they show the audience inside the building when they're showing Firefly Funhouse. It's awkward. <laughs> they're like all like, it's everything's silent. Like, no one even seems to be smiling. I just think, stop cutting away from the video and showing the the arena. Yeah. I, don't, I don't like it. I think that's a weird shot anyway. Why do we want to see people watching monitors?
1: Yeah. Just I, show it full screen. I, I agree. Um, one thing that you've noticed is, uh, the Eric Rowan wearing of, uh, a yeah. band t-shirts. So,
0: it's the second best thing in all of WWE <laughs> TV.
1: Uh, this week he wore a Glory Hammer shirt. I'm, I'm not familiar with them. That was on Raw. You can tell us about them in a second. And then on SmackDown, he wore Corrosion of Conformity.
0: I don't know about <laughs> Corrosion of Conformity, but I do know about Glory Hammer, the keyboardist is the lead singer of Ailstorm. when I I just talked about them last week. If you guys missed last week's episode, he fronts a pirate heavy metal band. That is hailstorm <laughs> hailstorm is so flippin' awesome. I saw them live in concert. It's one of the best concerts I've ever seen in my life. Uh, truly, their songs are about pirate stuff. <laughs> Drinking and all kinds of stuff. Like There's one called Magnetic North, and there's so many great shipwrecked. Oh, so many great... Sh- Songs, but yeah, this Glory Hammer band was basically formed by the lead singer of storm and he acts as the keyboardist for Glory Hammer. So, pretty neat. They all uh play characters in Glory Hammer, they each have a specific character, each member of the band. So, check them out. I just been listening to them this week, I didn't know about them before, actually.
1: <laughs> there you go. Uh, you use the word flipping. How about Seth Rollins flipping out with the uh, steel chair on everybody this week? Like, literally, We're everyone wearing people out. Uh, One other thing I want to talk about WWE before we go on to uh, stomping grounds and look ahead a couple matches there. Uh, Big time problems with the attendance. Uh, Yeah. Raw was in Los Angeles, one of their hotbeds of wrestling, and you could tell the upper levels were curtained off. That's, to me, if you're WWE, you're worried if one of your places that you always sell out or always have great crowds didn't have a good crowd. Uh, I saw that the attendance was released for the sh- Super Showdown in Saudi Arabia. 62,000-seat stadium, 21,000 no was the crowd. Way. Yeah. Yeah, and again, I took a couple pictures of the TV screen, and you could see how bad the crowd was when they went wide on the par- that's, pyro.
0: That's a huge gap, though.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's pretty bad. And then uh, this pay-per-view this week, Stomping Grounds, WWE is offering two for one tickets because they're trying to sell it. I went on the Ticketmaster just to see how they're selling tickets. This the Tacoma Dome holds twenty three thousand people. It looks like they're selling seats for about five thousand. They've got it all contained at on one side of the arena now. They're trying to sell two for one. They're not selling anything on the second level. It doesn't look like so. They are struggling. Uh, to put seat, people in the seats for this pay-per-view, and it, it's going to be interesting if they if they end up just letting people in for free, just to fill the seats, so it doesn't look terrible on TV.
0: That's quite surprising, as you mentioned, like Ricochet versus Samoa Joe. That's a good match. There are some good matchups. Yeah. I mean, here and there. I don't care about Seth Rollins and Baron Corbin, but other than that, there's some interesting things.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean,
0: I'm really looking forward to Big E i can't even speak it is two in the morning biggie and xavier woods versus kevin owens and Sami Zayn. i'm really looking forward to that and some other stuff too
1: yeah i'm looking forward to that i think the cruiserweight championship match ought to be decent uh bailey versus alexa bliss i think could be pretty good bailey i thought cut a really good promo on smackdown when she was on moment of bliss on uh tuesday night i think the steel cage match between kofi and dolph will be pretty darn good and, I already uh, said
0: Joe versus Ricochet. Yeah. I think that could be a great match, but only if they get the amount of time they deserve, yeah, which is I, a lot.
1: I do think that really could be the match of the show. We'll uh, see. And then, uh, of course, you got Becky Lynch versus Lacey Evans continuing their rivalry. John uh, <laughs>
0: Whatever, sorry. I am so grumpy. I apologize. <laughs> so, I'm going to get tons of thumbs down, people commentating, you're such a hipster. Well, All this stuff, whatever. Whatever. What else?
1: So, stomping grounds uh coming up this week uh let's look at nxt real quickly uh we finally got to see the debut of damian priest uh formerly punishment martinez i thought his entrance was pretty good i thought it was an interesting entrance and uh i was actually impressed by his his opponent mendoza uh which i don't i didn't write down his first name but uh i thought he was actually pretty impressive i thought maybe he was supposed to be kind of a jobber but uh uh, in the end, uh, Damian Priest gets the victory, uh, but it'll be interesting to see how much play he gets, you know, just like Donovan Dijak- Dijakovic. Uh, oh, I you know, that.
0: Yeah. You know that, yeah. That name change. I,
1: I, I just don't know. They've got so many guys, and uh, we're going to talk a little more in a second about some more guys it's like they've got to expand to two hours they have to i
0: think they will when you know the fox deal comes yeah and go to
1: fs1 or something because they've got way too many people now
0: i know (laughs) and it's like great talented people that they took away from the indies so
1: yeah i mean to me
0: yeah you've got to use these people you've got to expand your time slot or else no one's going to get enough time
1: (laughs) yeah i mean they announced a breakout tournament uh this week and uh, I did think it was interesting. They showed all the guys with their new names, but they put FKA, uh, formally I, known as.
0: I don't like ACH's name change. I'm upset. I didn't, Just leave I, him as ACH. I, I don't
1: like a lot of them, but it is interesting. This You're talking about all the indie talent they're signing. Shane Strickland, Trevor Lee, ACH, Sam Shaw, DJZ, and Jonah Rock.
0: We didn't even know Jonah <laughs> Rock wasn't wrestling in PWG still, so that sucks.
1: So... Uh, they're going to have to expand the TV show a little bit if uh, if they're going to have all this talent. And they, I did like that they announced uh, Shayna Baszler, Io Shirai, first ever steel cage match next week. So that'll be interesting. But back to Damian Priest. We loved him in Ring of Honor. You got a chance to interview him in Ring of Honor. And?
0: Yeah, a long time ago, about, man, what do you think, two years ago? About two years
1: ago. Here two years there.
0: ago, we got to catch up with him in Atlanta.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And he was super... Uh, I wouldn't say he was unfriendly, but uh, he was super interesting to talk to. He,
1: he was nice, but he was intimidating. Serious and intimidating. I mean, he's
0: intimidating because he's such a presence. He's so tall and towering, but was nice. And definitely, I would say, fascinating. So I asked him, you know, how he got into wrestling, and then he uh, talked a little bit about his martial arts background. So we'll play that clip for you right now you know, what made you get into wrestling? Can you pinpoint a point in your past where you were just like, oh, I'm hooked? Well, the physicality. Um, I was into martial arts before I was into pro wrestling, and I used to do that for a living, and then eventually became uh, Time to Evolve. And I always had a love for professional wrestling, and it was something that I always wanted to do. So I started training, and I realized that this was something that I really could do for the rest of my life, so that's what I did. Tell us a little bit about your martial arts past history. Uh, I trained under my father. Uh, it's a traditional Japanese martial arts called goju Um I did that for my entire youth. I was a two-time national champion in full contact fighting in the state of New York. Uh, and then we had martial arts school. Once we closed down the schools because we had to move, I decided to pursue the career in pro wrestling. Loved hearing from Punishment at the time. Now he's Damien Priest. Before we moved on to the next topic, what do you think about the name change, by the way?
1: Uh, you know how I don't like a lot of these name changes i think a lot of them are unnecessary yeah i don't mind damian priest i think it's actually a name that kind of fits him but remember even when he was a ring of honor i thought his name could have just been punishment
0: me too so i, I thought was the martinez ho- part was weird
1: yeah so i was kind of hoping wwe nxt would just drop the Martinez and just call him punishment. And I think that would have worked too.
0: I think that would have worked really well. But I guess Damien Priest works. To me, all I can think about is straight up the exorcist. Because (laughs) the priest in the exorcist is called Damien. Of course, also, you could technically say it might be an homage to the Omen as well. Because the little boy, I believe, is named Damien. But again, I think more of the, the exorcist because Priest... Named Damien, Damien Priest, come on. <laughs> it's so similar. And he plays kind of like, you know, his his persona has always been kind of like a dark, macabre type of character anyway. Menacing guy. So it fits in that respect. It'll take a little getting used to for me, but I didn't like the Martinez ever. I thought it was always a very long name. very very clunky. clunky. Yes, yes. exactly. Hey,
1: see, we're on the same page. We are yeah. on the
0: same page sometimes. So there <laughs> you go. But yeah, he's a great talent hope to see much more from him but all the guys you mentioned you know ACH Shane Strickland Sam Shaw Jonah Rock and all those people are really talented I hope they all get the time they deserve to shine because incredible talents man NXT they're getting a stacked roster yeah, beyond belief really it's not
1: often we're calling for WWE programming to get longer but I think in the case of NXT I think it's warranted
0: if it's if it keeps the style and tone Yeah, if it keeps the feel and the creative freedom, yes.
1: It it actually, you know, for wrestling people who don't want the gimmick stuff, NXT really, if they went to two hours, would be, to me, the most entertaining competition for AEW, if it's what it has always been. Yeah,
0: it would would be really the only thing that's comparable yeah
1: ex- comparable yeah exactly uh, so whatever what,
0: comparable yeah right. it's two in the morning <laughs>
1: uh but let's
0: <laughs> <laughs> whatever
1: <laughs> actually it's 220 now
0: um, speaking
1: of aew a uh, couple couple notes about them uh when they do come on tv they're going to start with a tag team tournament which i think is a great move because it's an they,
0: awesome idea
1: yeah the young bucks have emphasized. You know, tag team wrestling can main event shows. So what better way to prove that than to start the TV with a tag team tournament? It's
0: a great idea. And it's just the exact opposite of (laughs) WWE because they have traditionally not really valued tag team wrestling, especially in the last few years. So to me, it's just such a cool, stark difference. And really, it's AEW showing their roots. The Bucks are a huge part of AEW. And tag team wrestling, obviously, is super important to them since they're tag team wrestlers. And really, they're two of the best wrestlers in the world. So, they're, to me, one of the best tag teams in the world. So, Agreed. I think it's fitting for a tournament to go on because I think they could have some really good names in there. Obviously, Best Friends, Phoenix SCU. and Pentagon. Yeah, SCU. So, Lots of great stuff to look forward to.
1: Those uh, The guys we just saw at Double or Nothing, uh, Alejandro and... Uh... Oh, what was the other guy's name? I'm forgetting already. Well, regardless, I can't
0: remember either. Uh,
1: the regardless, worst. they were they were really good. So there's obviously tag team talent in there, and uh,
0: we don't even know everyone <clears throat> truly that they have yet. They no. have a lot of people actually. When Chris Jericho did a podcast a few months ago, I think he said like over fifty people are on the roster as of right now. So, because you were actually saying worries about the roster being too thin, but they've got a lot of people. Right. We just don't know. You know, we're not familiar with every single person.
1: Right, and not every guy is going to be a name guy. Yeah, so
0: I just think that's interesting. That's a lot of talent in my mind, so I'm excited for the prospects of the future.
1: And uh, speaking of talent, uh, they've got... arguably one of the best broadcasters in the business and excalibur and he was profiled on their website this week
0: yep i I hope everyone goes and checks it out if you go to all elite com, you could find it under the news tab scroll down a few and you'll see uh, interview with the masked wrestler part one and it says in parentheses excalibur (laughs) something like along those lines and uh it's a great part one of an interview it's a written up transcript of an interview. I like it a lot and I think it gives you a lot of background information on Excalibur because a lot of people don't know about Excalibur. He didn't just pop up and join AEW. He's been around for a very long time. He's got a great history in PWG, which means his path has crossed with the Bucks many a times. Mm-hmm. And to me, AEW is so similar to PWG, and I think that's on purpose because if you're a longtime PWG lover, you'll just see a lot of familiar names that are now in AEW AEW, including Rick Knox, Mm -hmm. a great referee. So to me, uh, there's a lot of similarities there, but that's a good thing. And I think Excalibur is the best example of that, honestly. He is one of my favorite broadcasters ever. So well-spoken. Fun, too. Actually, he had a lot of great interactions with Chucky T. A lot of people don't know, but Chucky T, if you didn't watch PWG, he did a lot of commentary for PWG with Excalibur. They
1: were a great team together.
0: Yeah. Chucky T got so absurd sometimes, <laughs> though. But that's what made it great. Remember the time uh, during the uh, Monstars match? They just kept talking about Space Jam <laughs> for so long. It was like a 20-minute convo on commentary about Space Jam, which was fine with me, but it was more basketball, <laughs> like true basketball-oriented. Versus, like, the movie part. It was more about the basketball.
1: Speaking of basketball, uh, Excalibur always, uh, when somebody gets tossed, he says the guy got Bradley Beal, who's yep. a all-star forward for the Washington Wizards. And uh, I'd love to know, if we ever get a chance to interview Excalibur, that's going to be one of my first questions. is how is he, A, is he a Washington Wizards fan? Is he a Bradley Beal fan? How did he come up with that name?
0: I thought we heard it other places before too, though other people saying it.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't know if he got it got it from somebody else because I did hear another announcer use it. Yeah, but I don't know if they stole it from him or <laughs> vice versa.
0: Honestly, Excalibur is like <clears throat> a dream interview for me. So if we could get him, like that'd be a dream come true. Cross your fingers, shout it out, let everyone know you want <laughs> to see Super Kicking It and Two Face Pod interview Excalibur, please. You know, shout it out on social media, you guys, if you want to hear it.
1: Might because happen. It might happen. It all out.
0: Yeah, we're going to all out, or at least we plan to. Even though we don't have tickets to the actual show yet, but we do have tickets to the surrounding things. Yes. So we'll see.
1: We will see indeed, and it will be unbelievable.
0: We've got to do it with more oomph than that. Unbelievable.
1: That's it. <laughs> I don't think he says it with that weird accent. But okay.
0: <laughs> what accent? It was just an oomph.
1: Yeah, I guess. (laughs) Whatever. Anyway. Speaking of
0: oomph, bluechew.com. Yep. Anyway, oh, God. (laughs) This is going crazy now.
1: You'll hear more from them in a moment. Uh, When we come back, we will look ahead to next Friday's Best in the World and discuss a key departure for Ring of Honor.
0: Two-Face Wrestling Talk is proud to be sponsored by Wrestling Travel. Check them out on Twitter at Wrestling Travel also, go to their website wrestlingtravel.org to find out about all the exciting travel packages, including a travel package to All Out, which includes four nights hotel stay, Starcast Platinum bracelet, and a Lower Bowl ticket across from the Hard Cam. They also have a very fun Wrestle Kingdom travel package, which includes round trip airfare, five night hotel near the Tokyo Dome, Lower Bowl tickets to both days of Wrestle Kingdom, and guided tours by Being the Elite's. Ass Masa. (laughs) Come on, who wouldn't want to hang out with Masa? I think that's like the coolest thing they offer. (laughs) You get to have some time with him. Meet him, interact with him. He'll literally be hanging with you. And you'd get to be a part of the first two-day Wrestle Kingdom, which is going to be really special, in my opinion. They also have travel packages to WWE events, including WrestleMania 36, which you can sign up for information at wrestlingtravel.org. And they've got packages to the Royal Rumble as well, plus other events, too. Check out their website. There are USA travel packages, but also UK travel packages. So whether you live in the UK or where we live in the United States, you can find something for you. Also, don't forget they've got a friendly staff that can help you out. DM them on Twitter or contact
1: them through their website. Thanks, Wrestling Travel. Hey, guys, want to increase your performance and get that extra confidence? Listen up. BlueChew.com.
0: That's blue, like the color blue, B-L-U-E.
1: BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work.
0: You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises.
1: <laughs> Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor's visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all... No awkwardness except for this right here. (laughs) Yeah, I know. This is pretty awkward. (laughs) Whatever. Go ahead. Uh, They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy.
0: Right now, we've got a special deal for you guys. Visit bluechew.com. Again, that's B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com. Get your first shipment free when you use our promo code, Kelsey. That's my name. (laughs) K-E-L-S-I. That's how it's spelled. All you have to do is pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B L U E. BlueChew.com, promo code K-E-L-S-I, to try it free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and gosh, it means so much to us that they're sponsoring the podcast. So please your lady and please us by going to (laughs) Blueju.com. Our Two-Faced Wrestling Talk logo was inspired by Two-Face, the Batman animated series character, and his coin. The logo was designed by the talented and creative artist Eric Hudson. Eric creates wrestling-themed pieces as well as other pop culture art. He is also currently working on a Roddy Piper comic book. You can follow him on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Dinosaur. You can also support his work by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash dreadeddinosaur. Please check out his work. And now back to Two-Face Wrestling Talk.
1: So Best in the World is uh, next Friday, so... Since we drop on Friday, there's no point in uh, previewing it next week, so we're going to talk about Best in the World. But before we get into that, big news on the ROH front with Juice Robinson. Very disappointing and very worrisome for me.
0: I'm really getting worried about Ring of Honor overall. You know, I had my interview with Colt where I said I wasn't worried about Ring of Honor, but like, in hindsight, I kind of starting... I'm starting to worry a little bit. Um, And I know in the past I've said, oh, they've bounced back so many times before. It just seems like their reputation is being hurt with the fans. Like, the fans are looking down upon Ring of Honor, which to me in history has never happened. You know, they've had talent depart, but the opinion of Ring of Honor has never really gone down. Like, I've seen it. At all time low right now. Well, People are just thinking really poorly of it, bashing it. Eh, you know.
1: Well, and for Juice Robinson to say he's leaving because he's not getting like a benefit to his career from being in Ring of Honor,
0: he thinks it would it's hindering. Yeah, uh, that's what reports say, at least.
1: Yeah. Um, that if if those reports are true, and they are reports, it is kind of scary that that a wrestler of his stature would look at Ring of Honor that way.
0: Yeah, like what can he really? Like lose by being associated with Ring of Honor. I don't think it hurts his image at all. I mean, he was basically the forefront of Lifeblood. They were making him like the the main piece of Lifeblood. So now, where does Lifeblood go from here? They've got a match like some of the members of Lifeblood, but um, you know, started out with a certain number of people, including Juice and uh, Tennell Dashwood, both now seemingly not associated with Ring of Honor. If reports are true true about uh, Juice, we'll see. Yeah.
1: Say. Well, I mean, remember when we saw. The shows up in Grand Rapids and Chicago, Juice wasn't on those shows either. At that point, he was uh, he had done the shows earlier in the tour, but uh, wasn't at either of those shows. But yeah, that would be a disappointing blow, I think, for Ring of Honor.
0: I think so. And then the reports also said, if they are to be believed, that other top New Japan talent feel the same way. And they don't really want to work at Ring of Honor.
1: Stay tuned, but uh, not happy to hear that for sure.
0: No, I'm still, and always will be, a huge proponent and fan of Ring of Honor. I will always promote them because I really do. I think they're great. You know, th- they were the first people who let me interview wrestlers. And you know they've been really kind to us, and their quality of their matches are always great. That's what makes Ring of Honor so good. Plus, if you like AEW, where did the Bucks and Cody really come from? Really specifically, the Bucks. Ring of Honor. It it really molded a lot of who they are. And heck, would have would all in even have happened without Ring of Honor's help? No. Yeah, exactly. So to me, it's just a huge blow to see Ring of Honor suffering so much after the creation of AEW.
1: And it it sucks because you look at Best in the World now, and you look at this show, and it's a it's really a good show. I mean,
0: I'm excited about the matchups here. Yeah,
1: Matt Taven versus Jeff Cobb. I mean, how good a match should that be?
0: I mean, incredible, really. I I think it should be an interesting match. And another match I think could be like a sleeper s- stealer of the show: Shane Taylor versus Bandito. Um as you said it's kind of like a
1: clash of styles but Mm -hmm. you know look as much as bandito flies around he's shown incredible strength and if he lifts up shane taylor and does what he's done in the past
0: oh my gosh that'd be awesome i'd mark out we should be able to watch it live
1: yeah yeah i think so i don't see why not
0: yeah we're not going anywhere (laughs) i don't think not on a friday
1: now as of now um villain enterprises versus uh haskins black and tracy williams would be good a pure rules match between jonathan gresham and silas young not sure if the squid will be squid boy man
0: i went to squid to get involved (laughs) and to mess it all up so there was this guy dressed in like a squid mask at our show in chicago the you know the war of the Worlds tour that we went to and honestly i loved it he was so over people were chanting squid 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 <laughs> i saw someone tweet what the hell is this after the tv premiered and they saw this guy in a squid mask but um i just think it was obviously a shot at gresham who's called you know at the octopus so. right
1: uh dalton castle versus dragon lee could be good uh flip gordon versus roosh i think it will be really good and then the there's the uh the battle of NWA versus ROH, it started at the NWA Crockett Cup show in mm-hmm. North Carolina where the Briscoes just went nuts on the NWA yeah. people. And now uh, the Briscoes are going to go against Nick Aldis and Colt Cabana yeah. if Colt Cabana can wrestle because he is uh, battling blood clots.
0: Yeah, we saw him actually tweet that he had to cancel his shows uh, recently, and that includes a show that he would have been on in New Orleans, mm-hmm. our, our local wrestling promotion Wildcat, you know, was scheduled to bring him in and have him on the card. So it kind of sucks. He's not going to be there, but it's not his fault. He can't control having blood clots. Really hoping for a speedy recovery. Of course, last week on our episode, if you guys missed it, we aired a Colt Cabana interview, and I was really honored to talk with him, especially in such a long interview. He gave us a lot of time, and it meant a lot to both of us.
1: Yeah, he was uh, great to us. And uh, hung around with us for about a half hour between uh, waiting on us and (laughs) the actual interview. But uh, the build to this match has been good uh, with the uh, NWA 10 Pounds of Gold series, which was once again really well done.
0: Honestly, I think the 10 Pounds of Gold series on YouTube just adds to any match going on. It gives backstory. It makes it really not a big deal that NWA doesn't have its own separate TV This is a way to get the stories out there to get people invested. It's a new day and age. Like, I I interviewed David Lagana a couple of months ago uh, after All In, and we talked about the importance of you know storytelling. And really, that's even more important than just having a TV deal in terms of connecting with fans and getting people behind you and relaunching the brand of NWA, which had squandered for a while. Well,
1: and it, it goes along the lines of what Colt Cabana said to us last week when he talked about the Young Bucks when they started being the elite. You don't, you know, you Lagana specifically said YouTube is your TV channel. You know, you don't need to have a, a network TV deal, you can release to the masses on YouTube and social media. And so, this 10 pounds of gold series is perfect because you know, NWA does not have a TV deal per se. But they got a way to tell stories of their matches.
0: Yeah, because, you know, without that backstory, how can you get invested? But they're getting their backstory out there. And the specific episode that they released recently, it's called Nick Aldis and Cole Cabana versus the Briscoes. Uh, It's the 10 Pounds of Gold episode 55. And I think it's really well done. It gives you a great summary of all... The feud and how this match came to be I'm actually really excited and really hope it still happens Would love to see Colt Cabana work with Nick Aldis I think it'd be a a strange team But an interesting and fun to watch team nonetheless And you know the Briscoes I've made my feelings very clear That they're really one of my favorite tag teams ever
1: And it was at 2.40 in the morning We looked up to see if Colt Cabana Had said one way or the other Whether he's going to be in this And uh, no word yet And I'd be interested to see if he can't be in it, who would take his place? That will that would be interesting from the NWA side, who would take his place.
0: It would be interesting, and I literally don't have any ideas of what could happen if he couldn't be in it.
1: I guess we'll find out together. Yeah, uh, next Friday night, Best in the World from uh, Baltimore. Should be a great show, and looking forward to hearing uh, Ian Riccaboni. And uh, I'm, guess- yeah. I'm guessing guessing uh, Caprice will be on if uh, if colt is wrestling or if he's not because of these blood clot issues uh i guess it'll be in and, and caprice
0: i love caprice and i love ian so that's really exciting to me Woohoo! i can't wait uh i'm gonna be tweeting hopefully live so that way i could hear the nickelodeon references as they happen in real time because <laughs> ian's just so classic with his references he'll, he'll mention 90s nickelodeon he'll mention you know hip-hop and random stuff he's the greatest
1: yep something else colt cabana brought up with us last week on that uh, interview and he's uh ian's one of the best in the yep, business and he, he, he seems to work well with everybody and looking forward to the show next week and looking forward to uh more things to talk about next week uh, as we'll uh also be reviewing stomping grounds And we'll uh, be looking forward to Fighter Fest, as well is taking place next weekend, as well the uh, All Elite Wrestling Showdown in Daytona Beach, I believe. I believe so, yeah. (laughs) So, uh, looking forward to that, and looking forward to you joining us for that, and looking forward to uh, recording the podcast at a decent hour.
0: (laughs) I don't know, we keep saying that, but like the last three weeks, including this week, so the last three weeks has been 6am, 6am, and now 2am. I don't know which is better, 6 or 2, but (laughs) they're both kind of like... Really crummy to wake up early and record it, <laughs> well, but we—that's how much for we yourself. care about you. Napped. <laughs> I guess that's true. That's how much we care about you guys. Not only did I <laughs> nap, but watched Are You for the Dark episodes while you were at work, so it was relaxing. That
1: would have put me to sleep.
0: <laughs> Whatever. It was fun. Anyway, what? <laughs> Let's wrap up. Time
1: to say goodbye.
0: Well, I do want to mention again. Please, please, please check out wrestlingtravel.org. org. I am so honored to be sponsored and associated with them. I think it's a great company. I think fans should get to experience wrestling live. I think it's an important thing for fans to be able to experience. Wrestling travel can help you. And again, it's a travel company run by wrestling fans for wrestling fans. So I think that's something special too. You could travel with like-minded people. Who wouldn't love that? So please, again, check them out on Twitter, at Wrestling Travel, also WrestlingTravel.org, as I just said a minute ago.
1: And make sure you check out our friends at Blue Chew as well.
0: Promo code Kelsey K-E-L-S-I. Do yourself a favor and do us a favor. <laughs> Use the promo code.
1: But that's going to do it for uh, this episode.
0: Yep, that's all the time we have today, but we want to thank you for your time every week because it means a lot to us. We know your time is valuable. Until next time, (laughs) that's it. That's the finish.